on we're on uh, Facebook Live. We're on we're on uh, YouTube. YouTube. Yep. Okay. All right. Very good. All right. I got them both up. Okay. Cool. Okay. All right. Very good. So let's uh, get this ball rolling. All right. This week from GNC Week in Review, powered by GeekNewsCentral.com. HBO Max is launched. Will there be an upcoming launch for the uh, for the uh, Will there be an upcoming launch on the next Razer, and will there be a launch of the iPhone iPhone 12 in November? Those are some of the tech news stories from this week, and it's Friday, my May 29th, 2020. My name is Kirk Corliss, along with Scott Ertz. Hello. And, and this is episode 59 of the GNC Week in Review podcast, part of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Thank you so much for tuning in for this week's episode. We are streaming live on Facebook.com, also YouTube at GNC Week in Review. So please be sure to say hello in chat or comment. If you missed a live video, you can catch the replay later. If you are a new listener, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast where you can find in a right-hand side column at gncweekly.com, be it Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, your favorite podcast app for Android, or on TuneIn, Spotify, or Stitcher. Also, be sure to like and subscribe to the GNC WIR channel on YouTube. If you have a comment on social media or email, be it social media, or email and those all that can be found at gncweekly.com forward slash connect. Well, this is a week has been a little bit of a light light tech news uh, light tech news this week, which is totally understandable with all the things been going on in the world. So we're gonna jump in uh, and jump in with the top two story this week, and it's been hyped up for almost a year. It's uh, uh, and a lot of um, criticism, a lot of. Uh, <laughs> confusion <laughs> but uh it's not it's warner media's latest streaming services here it's hbo max and its debut brings uh, a lot of originals like bing bang theory friends doctor who in the u.s south park and more uh the it's 14.99 dollars per month after a seven-day free trial now there's been confusion on hbo go and hbo now um, also, there has been uh, talk about um, uh, is it going to is HBO Go and Max going to go away? What have you? So many questions in the air. Is with all the compa- also PS there's available on all the uh, platforms except for exactly. Roku and Amazon. So this is going to be so a lot of questions in the air. Is it going to survive against all against Netflix, Hulu? Uh, is it going to have? They're spending millions of dollars, so it's it's really it's a, a lot of questions and doubt. Yeah, yeah. The, there's a lot of questions about it, and this is something that on on a uh, F5 Live, Avram and I have been talking about a lot mm-hmm. is um, subscriber fatigue, mm-hmm. and how we have so many streaming services now and at this point uh very few of them are offering anything um new mm-hmm. uh like uh in here it mentions uh I- exclusives and it mentioned rick and morty which actually isn't an exclusive which is interesting mm-hmm. neither is south park right um Friends is mm-hmm. uh, Big Bang Theory is so okay. So let's go through it. Rick and Morty yeah. is available from uh, Adult Swim mm-hmm. and from Hulu. Mm-hmm. South Park is available from Comedy Central, Central and from Hulu. Right. Uh, Big Bang Theory is available from CBS All Access. Uh, Doctor Who, sure you can watch it on this, on pe- but but honestly, um, if you if you really want. Uh, the best experience for Doctor Who, BritBox is the way to go. Okay, and that kind of brings us down to Friends, mm-hmm. <laughs> which okay, <laughs> if you ask Netflix, Netflix will tell you that Friends was a big deal for them, and losing the the license so that they could do this mm-hmm. was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, yes, there is a there is a reunion movie thing coming. But uh, it got canceled. They got canceled oh, because of the uh, pandemic. They stopped they get, shooting. Uh, well, 
the production is canceled. I don't think right. the order for the show is canceled though. No, it's not. No, the the production because of the pandemic yeah. was canceled. Uh, yeah, but it it'll come back. There's only one reason why AT and T exerted their their rights over Friends, <laughs> and that mm. was to create their own content on it. Um, right it's now, I just don't know that there's enough stuff. Yeah personally especially Which i'm kind of if you're like me that and has too many things already i don't know that mm. there's anything to draw me into this one likewise because i have to be honest i have um amazon prime mm -hmm. i have hbo go i have netflix hulu so that four right i mentioned amazon mm -hmm. prime i have amazon yep, prime too four. so okay so my whole thing is that with with the exception of why would see AT and T? And I remember watching when you meant you ever mentioned it. I think a lot of people have mentioned it too. Is that um, that Big Bang Theory? Wouldn't it be prudent and smart to go to CBS All Access? Yeah, because you're going to get all the Star Trek shows over there. Exactly, exactly. So, like, and it was AT and T, and they had AT and T TV, AT and TV Now. So, if you're going to put in, if you bought all these properties, right? If you bought all these properties, wouldn't it be feasible to? That's I was that's what a lot of, a lot of tech news in the past week or the past few weeks has been speculating that it's huge, and I don't think it's going to be honest. I don't think it's going to last long because I think they're going to throw. It's probably, do you think maybe it, it's my opinion that they're going to throw all this stuff against the wall and see if it sticks. Mm -hmm. And and in in the article, um, which. If you haven't read it, uh, geeknewscentral.com, uh, the, the, the article talks about the, um, the brand confusion, which I think mm -hmm. is a big part of why this is going to be a problem. Because mm -hmm. let's say for my parents, my parents are going to hear HBO. Mm -hmm. They're going to hear the HBO name, and they're going to think um, Sopranos and, mm -hmm. uh, and Game of Thrones, and they're going to go, don't care. Mm -hmm. and they're going to think big subscription fee like HBO mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. that's going to be a huge market limiter for a lot of people um, right. putting it under the HBO name but in fairness mm -hmm. they had to because putting it under the AT&T name would tie it up with the AT&T TV now which is too many T's by the way right. AT&T right. <laughs> um my right. God, that's too many T's in a row. Um, right. <laughs> but but um, the AT&T TV Now, which used to be Direct TV Now, um, mm -hmm. is its own disaster. And they don't want to tie right. it up with that. So there's no winning on this stupid thing for them, I don't think. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. And I just pulled up, if you're watching the live video right now, I'm, I'm showing mm -hmm. the, uh, the article from geeknewscentral.com. Um, but yeah, I don't, to be honest, again, to me personally, I, um, I don't think that, um, the, um, I don't think the, uh, it's going to be feasible. And again, I would, I, to be honest with you, I love, I love Amazon prime. I love CBS. CBS all access is really been kind of, uh, it's, they don't have any really, really big titles. They have this one, uh, it's a, it's a polit car cartoon politics channel called two new out the news. Uh -huh. It's really funny. Um, have you seen it? I have seen it. So, so CBS All Access is theoretically one of our partners uh, for the show, okay. even though I give them mm -hmm. crap all the time. Um, they're mm -hmm. still technically a partner. And um, right. so I get ads all the time for this, <laughs> for this thing. And I have very little idea what it is. It's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. I mean, but as far as like the titles concerned, um, with the um, there isn't that many. I know Star Trek Picard. Mm -hmm. um, they were mentioning back in the day initially that Young Sheldon was going to be exclusively on there, and then it was going to go on air on CBS. So, um, but oh, yeah. with uh, but with uh, but now with um, and now. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now with um, I'm just wondering why, you know, for me, I'm just I'm going to go where the 
you know, the standby, but I'm not going to spend, I already have, I have Verizon, so I already have HBO Max already included. So that's free for me. But again, but they also said, also they're saying that they're going to migrate, take away HBO Go and combine it into HBO Max, which, you know, that's something that has to, um, it's going to hurt. Their pockets are going to be hurting. <laughs> it's it's, it's at and it's AT and T. They're not all that worried about it. I I think they're I think they're willing to do right now what Netflix <clears throat> did for the last three years, and that was lose money mm-hmm. to create content and create branding so that they could get to their fifty percent original mark. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think AT and T is in a similar boat. In addition to the money that they put out, obviously to purchase. Yeah. Warner. Um, right. I think they're in a right. similar boat where they want to, they're going to put money into it, whether mm-hmm. it's advisable or not, just mm-hmm. to, uh, just to try and make something of this purchase that most of the industry thought was a mistake. Yeah. And I think, and that's where, that's where a lot of tech news, all the, um, and gadget, um, uh, the Verge. A lot of the news sites have a lot of da- lot of doubts about this and how it's going to fly. So we'll see. I'm curious. I'm going to keep. I want to keep an eye on this and see what happens. And I would say by this time th- next year, it's. I, I think it's going to. It's going to probably be. It's going to say, okay, we're going to migrate HBO Max, all that you love, <laughs> into AT and T now. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I think is what's going to happen. So we'll see. We'll see what's going to happen. I wouldn't be surprised if by this time next year, there's instead of the at least four services that are out there from AT and T, I think it'll be down to one. But here's the thing: well, one thing that kind of got got struck me odd, with not necessarily Roku, but you have Amazon Prime, uh, HBO on Amazon Prime. Why didn't they just add that app into the? Why uh, that isn't. I, I think it was about market saturation, and mm. uh, I don't know that there's enough. If you're going to do it in order, right, of right. of market saturation, mm-hmm. I think I th- honestly I think Amazon goes to the bottom of the list. Roku's right. the surprise for me, really. Yeah, because they're okay. they're the number two streaming service platform. Okay. Uh, if if you remove uh, dedicated uh, over the top. Um, mm-hmm. So we're not counting PlayStation or Xbox because that's an unfair comparison because mm-hmm. there's zillions of those out there already. Um, they're they're the they're the number two, I think. Now mm-hmm. they, they were one forever. I think they're number two now. Right. I, that how, how do you skip them? <laughs> right. That seems I, like the mistake. I mean, I'm pretty sure. Well, they did say that Amazon is in talks, so I imagine they're going to get in talks with uh, with Roku about it. But it's it's win win, um, and uh, we'll see. Um, okay, I just want to look at some. Okay, so the, the thing is, again, I could we'll, go, I could build an app right now and put mm-hmm. it in Roku without ever talking to them. Right. We could, uh, well, because it's all RSS based, we actually could probably right. within a couple of hours. Have mm. an app on Roku for uh, GNC Week in Review, mm-hmm. and I'd never have to talk to anybody over there. They wouldn't mm. have to know. They wouldn't have to care. I could be there probably by tomorrow. So I, th- I don't know why why companies like HBO, or like AT and T, think they have to have a conversation with Roku. They don't. Right. <laughs> right. Well, actually, when you mentioned about the um, about getting an app in because uh, Todd had Geek News Central app on the Roku a few years ago mm-hmm. and, um, and it was under the um, tech channel. I don't know if it was under TPN or T- Tech Podcast Network or not. T- TPN but... has had an app on Roku for a long time and when we changed the domain at the beginning of the year it stopped working. It's The mm-hmm. app's still out there though. Okay, so you can create your own their own your own API and, and stick it into yeah, you can create your own app. It's it's just like huh. any other app platform. It has been okay. On, honestly, it, Roku's app platform has been around longer than the smartphone app platforms. Huh. Okay. I that's some I mean, I didn't know about I didn't know about that, but I didn't know yeah. that um that that Roku was that was that high on the um Oh yeah. On the, 
Okay. They've been around. They've been around too long. Is really what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, okay. So let's put let's put Roku's market saturation into perspective for people. Apple mm-hmm. TV. The Apple TV Plus app is available on Roku. Okay. It was f- the first non-Apple platform it was available on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Obviously, it was available on the Apple TV, the iPhone, the the Mac OS, but right. it came to Roku before anywhere else. <laughs> Because uh, okay. it's so easy to get there. Okay. I gotcha. I gotcha. Again, I didn't, I mean, I knew of that, but I didn't know the the breadth and the, oh, yeah. the, okay. I, I mean, I'm new, new to. I've, I have been out of, I've been out of retail sales for almost, almost a decade now. Mm-hmm. And they were huge when I was selling electronics. Wow, They've just that's... been around for way too long. <laughs> Like they, okay. they started the over the top streaming thing. Like Roku was it mm-hmm. uh, in the old days. Okay. Obviously, then Apple got involved, Google and Amazon, and but I think they still mostly dominate this the space. Okay, yeah, that's you're right. It seems why would they why would they not recognize yeah. a big platform or bit or provider that they can get more eyeballs on? Like you said, you know, market uh, market saturation. So it would seem. So we'll yeah, look at that because it's available on Android TV, which is a statistically mm-hmm. insignificant platform, right? Comparatively, but it's not available right. on Roku, which right. has all the TV manufacturers making. I mean, uh, right. Hitachi, TCL, mm-hmm. uh, everybody LG. makes it. LG. Well, LG has WebOS. I don't know that they have a Roku powered TV because they own WebOS. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, got it. Okay. But but you've got all these big companies making Roku powered TVs. Mm-hmm. It's a built-in <laughs> ecosystem. So it's it's what you would think it's win-win. Yeah. Wow. Hopefully hopefully it'll come there soon. I think that's the point. Yeah, I think yeah, I think hopefully it comes soon. It'll come soon, but I think something tells me it's like I said, I can mark this count, mark the date on the count on the calendar. It's it's not going to last long. It's going it's not going to last long, but we'll see what's uh we'll see what's going to happen down the road. Yeah. All right. Um Next, uh, we've got some rumors flying around, possible launches, um, and one of them, or actually two of them, um, is the there's a new version of the Motorola Razor um, foldable that could launch this year, and it might have 5G, a bigger battery, and improved cameras this is from 9to5Google. Um, uh, they're saying that it may be powered by Qualcomm's 5G-capable Snapdragon 765 processor, it might have a two point or two thousand eight hundred forty five milliamp battery up from the twenty five ten milliamp battery that had in the first generation Razor. Uh, it's also rumored to have forty eight pixels, which is a jump from the current version sixteen megapixel, uh, and also might have eight gigs of RAM up from six gig and two fifty six gig of internal storage up from one twenty eight gig. Couple of things: one is a foldable is foldable phones feasible. Two, I think a lot of people back in the day, years ago, with foldable phones, remember the Razor? Uh, my wife had a Razor, and she was in love with it. Mm-hmm. So with the new Razor possibly coming out, might have 5G. Now, by the way, 5G isn't spread out like like it is now. It's only a handful of pockets of cities. Um, the Razor, the last Razor didn't sell very well, and I don't see a lot of Razor phones out in the wild. So this might, I don't know if this is going to, I don't know if this is going to, uh, um, it's going to have put, uh, put eyeballs on when a lot of people have, um, iPhones or, um, the galaxies of the world. Yeah. uh, So I, I read, I read an article earlier today, um, on this where they were, the, the headline was, uh, Razer 2 could be the foldable phone Motorola should have launched and I still don't think I care mm-hmm. <laughs> likewise <laughs> and, and that was and yeah I read that that headline and I'm like yeah yeah that's precisely how I feel mm-hmm. um, I don't care right. I, <laughs> I, I simply don't yeah. because uh, First of all, none of the foldable phones have had the 
nope, let me let me clarify. When I'm talking about foldable phones, I'm not talking about uh, dual screen foldables like the Surface Duo. I'm talking mm-hmm. about single pane folds in the right. middle. Um, right. None of the foldable phones have had the physical durability to justify their prices. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the specs on this one, it's a better phone, but it's still not a flagship, at least with the uh, the Galaxy Flip. At least well, that was at least that was flagship quality. Right. Internally, it's still the technology is still garbage. Mm-hmm. The, well, they well the same well they were all in on the Galaxy Fold, and when that came out, a lot of the reviewers was like, you know, the what from Engadget I saw not Engadget the Verge where the phone opened the phone and they were told not to take off the plastic film. <laughs> yeah. So, so there were two versions of the first phone. Mm-hmm. which which was a lot of fun. Uh the first mm-hmm. one uh only I the number is a little vague but somewhere around 200 devices were shipped. They were shipped entirely to tech publications and they were a disaster. Um they were so bad that Samsung said, "Please for the love of God, don't write a review. Send them back." And they delayed the launch of the phone for like four and a half months. They canceled everybody's pre-orders and delayed the the launch of the phone. Mm-hmm. And basically went back to the 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 drawing board on the screen because the screen was so bad for things like that that film that you couldn't take off. Um, and I think that muddied the water. I think before a true foldable screen phone could possibly succeed in the market, people have to forget about that phone Mm -hmm. because everybody wrote about it. Nobody Mm -hmm. wrote a review because Samsung asked nicely, Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. but everybody wrote experiences. Everybody who had one in their hand wrote about how by the 20 or 30th fold, it was already starting to, to wear which 20 or 30 folds everybody who's listening if anybody is watching live with us right now comment how many times a day do you pull your phone out of your pocket and turn the screen on i don't imagine if you had a mental counter that at 30 it was going to start aging Mm -hmm. that doesn't survive day one Right. And so I think I think foldable screens have to overcome that. Mm-hmm. It's the it's the note seven, right? We mm-hmm. they've got to overcome that. How many it was two generations before Samsung was able to even successfully sell a note phone after the seven. Mm-hmm. I think we've got some time before these foldable screen phones are gonna find a market, but just like wireless charging. Mm-hmm. If the companies don't keep pushing forward, they'll just give up and we'll never have it. Oh, that was your that was your that was your pet peeve um, for many years as well. That and and about the the viability that photo phones. They're saying that it would be the and when I went to um, CES, um, it was like there's this, it was like they have nothing but. That was like foldable phones or like foldable screens, not the phone right. itself, but the but the but the foldable concept mm-hmm. was the greatest thing since sliced bread. And for good for some people, for good reason, passed on it. Yeah, I personally, I've been saying this since the the fold was first announced uh, mm-hmm. the first time. Um, I've been saying that foldable screen phones are. Mm-hmm the current 3d tv mm-hmm. they'll be they'll be the manufacturers like pet projects for a couple of years and then um we'll never hear about them again right it's been it's been going in waves so i don't think uh, i'll be honest i don't think it's gonna um i don't think we're gonna see them anytime soon and like again i don't think this uh this razor is gonna get a lot of traction yeah. as well i i think the i think the concept that's gonna work uh is the surface duo now mm-hmm. is microsoft going to succeed with the concept who knows um right 
because you know in the grand scheme of things how many of this product the surface book are out there versus how many other removable screen laptops right okay. there's microsoft may not own the space with the surface book although they kind of do um mm -hmm. but you know they may not necessarily 100 percent own the space but mm -hmm. they created a whole new product category and i think i think the surface duo will do the same thing uh granted it's not the first the first mm -hmm. one was in 2011 but mm. um I think the Surface Duo, I think that concept of essentially a, a Nintendo 3DS running Android and having a phone, I, I, think mention, that, I think that'll end up working. Did they talk about, I caught a little bit of the uh, of Microsoft build, did they talk about the duo, about that Duo in their in their keynote or in their... So, so build was very different this year. It was okay. um, usually at build they talk consumer stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and there was none of that this year. Uh, it okay. was a very developer focused thing because it was all done okay. in developer sessions. Now, did okay. they talk about the duo? Yes, yeah, they did. They okay. talked about the SDKs and how you build dual screen apps and all. Yes, mm -hmm. okay, but not in any way that matters for consumers. Oh, okay. I just was I was just <laughs> it, curious because it I means a lot. It. it means a lot for me. No, I know <laughs> I, it does. That's I know. I know a ton about the inside workings of the Android SDK for mm. the duo. And I am so excited. I'm pretty sure that's going to be my next carry it phone. I, for those who don't know, I have lots of phones. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I have two active phones and about a dozen more on my desk in the office. Um, and it takes a lot for something to take over as one of my two active carrying it phones. And I think the surface mm -hmm. duo is going to do it. Okay. Well, speaking of phones and other uh, other possible launch news, um, according to the new report from the Cohen Investment Bank, um, Apple could be delaying the launch of its uh, 2020 iPhone. Now, according to their report, they are predicting that Apple could be launching their new phone, their new iPhones in November 2020. Uh, Apple typically launches their new iPhones around September. And there are also some rumors of advice for this year. It could be delayed to October or November. And there's some that are even reporting it could delay it to 2021. And a lot of the talk is about the pandemic. Yeah. And so. And their manufacturing capabilities. And right. That's really what it comes down to. How, how, how often has China shut down? We're now in their third shutdown over this. Mm -hmm. Um. So, yeah, they've had manufacturing problems. November mm -hmm. wouldn't be a surprise for me. And that's the date that that uh, Cohen is is pointing at. And they tend to be right with Apple mm -hmm. stuff. So mm -hmm. when, when it comes to Apple timing news, mm -hmm. uh, Cohen always seems to be right. Mm -hmm. So if they're saying November, eh, that sounds good to me. Yeah, a lot of analysts. Uh, there's one analyst, Ming Kang. I'm probably going to massacre this person's name. This one high analyst, um, Ming something. I can't remember his full name. But a lot of his rumors, and also um, there's another person on a um, um, uh, person that does Apple rumors. Oh, I can't remember his name. And he was usually dead on. And a lot of the, from what I saw that that uh, they're on point. Um, but it's like Apple's been really, they've been doing, it was, with this pandemic happening, they've been doing still extremely well with, with their, with their revenue, extremely well. They haven't yeah. suffered lot. They, they got hit some, uh, especially mm. in the iPad, uh, space, uh, mm. their, their tablet shipments are down significantly. In fact, the entire industry is, and I think we're going to talk about that in a minute, but, mm. right. um, but uh, their phones, because they launched the SE, because it was mm -hmm. ready, mm -hmm. they haven't taken the hit. So many people were waiting for that SE mm. um, because they didn't, they didn't quite want the, the new form factor. They, they like the physical home button. They like the fingerprint reader. Mm -hmm. All of that I understand. I, mm -hmm. I, I got you. Mm -hmm. I don't like the fingerprint reader because it's never worked for me. I have mm -hmm. a problem where my hands sweat, and so the fingerprint readers never work <laughs> because I, my fingerprints seem to always be changing uh, moment to moment because of that. But right. um, 
but I, I totally understand the idea of liking the fingerprint versus the, the facial recognition. Um, oh, I get it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you want the older handset design. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you waited for the SE. It's a more powerful iPhone eight. Okay. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, a lot of people were waiting for that and a lot of people upgraded because that SE came out. So yeah, that helped them a lot. And then ending up with the refurbished XRs mm-hmm. in stock at about the same price as the SE helped too. Yeah, I saw that. I was, that's one of the things I was looking at um, in the news that they're selling the refurbished uh, stores um, to the iPhones. But also what was intriguing is that um, the other piece of it was that with the um, when you're reading the phone from on your, you know, with the, they can't read the, the mask. Um, if you're wearing a mask, they can't read it. But a lot of people prefer the touch ID than mm-hmm. the face ID. So, well, in fairness, thirteen five uh, iOS thirteen five uh, produced a fix for uh, facial recognition with a mask. Right, right. Okay, you're right. You're absolutely so, right. About that. Which, which I know a lot of people don't want to install because of the the contact tracing uh, API being added. <laughs> so <laughs> there is that that issue. You know. If you don't want the contact tracing API, which eventually you're going to have, and there's no choice, right? Um, but you know, if you don't want that, then you don't get the 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 mask fix mm-hmm. either. So mm-hmm. yeah, you got to make some decisions, right? All right, very good. All right, so it was, we were talking about this about a second ago, um, and I'm going to move things around from the, uh, mm-hmm. the script I had. Um, global shipments of devices, PCs, tablets, and mobile phones are on pace to decline 13.6 in 2020, totaling 1.9 billion units, according to the latest forecast by Gartner Incorporated. Um, Rajit Atwal, Senior Research Director at, Art, at Gartner, says, quote, the forecasted decline in the PC market in particular could have been much worse. However, <clears throat> excuse me, government lockdowns to COVID-19 forced businesses and schools to enable millions of people to work from home and increase spending on new notebooks, um, which makes sense um because a lot of the which makes sense because of the um uh with COVID 19 what have you a lot of them are not spending see i i have i haven't i'm not a really big big electronic spender but you know but a lot of people basically are using what they have and just making do so there, there's some of that the the other problem um i We'll speak on this as broadly as I can because I have some inside knowledge on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I won't give any of that away because mm-hmm. uh, that's literally the space I'm in now. Right, um, right. I can tell you that procuring um, the hardware mm-hmm. from the manufacturers has been almost impossible. Mm. Um, a number of the companies that I interact with their IT departments have no computers. None. Oh, wow. Wow. Nothing. Wow. Because, because like if it, it, a company tries to get them, because the, the infrastructure is, you know, uh, a random company. Let's, let's say, uh, well, not Google, because they probably have a different relationship. But, <laughs> but let's say Baxter, right? Let's mm-hmm. say Baxter Healthcare. They're a pretty big company. I think they're on the Fortune 500 list. Mm-hmm. So they're they're a huge they're a huge company. They don't buy their laptops from Dell. Mm-hmm. They buy their laptops from a company like CDW or Insight or somebody like that. Mm-hmm. And CDW and or Insight purchases them from Dell okay. uh, because CDW and Insight can buy lots and lots of them and get a better <laughs> price. Mm-hmm. And then by the time it gets it gets back to to Baxter. Uh, the price is still better than buying it direct. Okay. Um, and so, CDW and Insight can't get them. Mm-hmm. So Baxter can't get them. So Baxter's IT. And this is just an example. I have no idea what's going on at Baxter. Okay. <laughs> uh, so uh, so Baxter's IT team has no laptops for new employees. No mm-hmm. laptops for people who are working from not in the office for the first time in their careers because they've had to send them out for those people. Mm -hmm. So all these people who usually work on a desktop in an office who are now working from home 
They had to procure laptops for them, and now mm-hmm. they are out. Well, and well that's I know, because they can't get them. Well, I know for me, I because I work for a company, um, and we had to bring our workstation tower at, at home, and mm-hmm. we were told, and we yeah, and we were told that if we wanted to get another laptop, because we're I'm used to two monitors and what have you, mm-hmm. so if we were, we were told that if we want another that our monitor, A, it's up, it was up in the air, and B, it was going to take a tremendous amount of time to order it, ship it, et cetera. Interesting. Yeah, so we're kind of like, so myself, I'm like, I'm so used to, you know, I'm loving two monitors, you know, and um, but it's like, it's a, it's a pain in the butt because it lowers the productivity. Mm-hmm. But a lot of companies like you want to use these tools at home. But if you're not giving these tools, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Right. You know that doesn't that doesn't make any sense. So yeah. Omg. Okay. Well, well, the 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 end result here is that yes, there's a thirteen and a half percent decline in device shipments, mm-hmm. and I think that's at every level. Mm-hmm. I think that Samsung and Dell and HP mm-hmm. can't make mm-hmm. enough of them mm-hmm. to get to to Insight and CDW to be able to get to the 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 healthcare companies and the you know the the transportation companies and you know mm-hmm. all these. So so all of that causes a thirteen and a half percent decline. And considering device right. shipments have been on a decline anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, only thirteen and a half percent isn't that bad. Like, yeah. like uh, the the guy from Gardner said, that's not terrible. It could no, have been way right. worse. <laughs> right, it could be a lot worse. Right, but the but it's also noticing also the one person um, the uh, mentioned about uh, education and government establishments and also increased spending to um, which is good, which is a good thing. Um, but also too, because with me, I have, my daughter has, a, I, she uses my Chromebook and, mm-hmm. um, and it's a great learning tool to, with, I know you were talking about, <laughs> about zoom, um, on and everything like that. Um, but it's like the, but what's going what I even, munch, I wonder what's going to happen next year. Are they going to, as far as production of the production of computers and iPads, what have you, do you think it's going to increase more to meet demand or is it going to stay the same? There'll be a bump for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, Later in the year. Um, I think manufacturing manufacturing seems to be going again. Well, Mm -hmm. well, there was just the, the new shutdown in China. What? 300 million people are under lockdown again. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so maybe it's not as much as it was a week ago, right? but, but manufacturing was back up and running for a while. Mm-hmm. So I think that'll help mm-hmm. because it'll mean that there are going to be laptops out in the wild again. True. That is true. Um, and, and once money starts flowing again, once businesses start going again and, you know, everybody's trying to save money right now, all the companies are trying oh, to absolutely. save money. They don't want to buy more laptops. Right, right, Their right, IT, right. Go go back to our example. Baxter doesn't want to buy any more laptops right now because they mm-hmm. don't know, you know, what next quarter's revenue is going to look like. So right. everybody's trying to be cautious, except for the companies that can't be Disney Universal. You know, mm-hmm. um, you got it because they had to buy a ton of technology mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to be able to reopen their parks. <laughs> um, but you know, it's. Right. I, I think you'll see spending go up once the economic impact of everything gets more stable. That's my guess. I think I think you're right. And I think it'll I, I just hope that, you know, um, it'll be I, for me, I think that it'll be, you know, that we with this pandemic, I think that people will realize, OK, you know, we have to really make some big changes and we need the what if scenarios. Um, so I think that, you know, like I said, if got my company, this happens again, they know like, Hey, okay, we need this, this is this and not, mm-hmm. you know, wait until like literally last, 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 last minute, which. Right. And it's a shame that like these numbers, the 13.6% dec- decline, mm-hmm. it's a shame that we don't have numbers on things like handhelds 
like right. cameras, like webcams, um, because I guarantee you'd see those through the roof. Oh, absolutely. Because webcams, mm-hmm. Jesus, until like two weeks ago, you couldn't buy a webcam. Right. Period. You right. couldn't buy one. Mm-hmm. I felt like I made a joke on the show a couple of weeks ago that I had a couple here in the in the studio that weren't being used and Abram joked that I should shut up because <laughs> somebody might come through the window and take it. OMG. <laughs> wow. Wait. Because what? because they were unavailable. We've gotten lucky. A couple of new companies have entered the scene, ironically, at the right time. Right. Um, but you still can't find a, a C920 to save your life. And if there if there was one available, it'll take like a month to, to order from Amazon or or from B and H. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And but but the chances of finding one on mm-hmm. Amazon are so low. I mean, the the C nine twenty, which is a if you watch Amazon at the right time, you can get it for forty nine bucks. It's retail mm-hmm. is seventy nine, but if you watch, if you wait, you can usually get them for fifty. They were going on eBay for four hundred bucks. And originally priced at at seventy nine, but you can get them as low as forty nine. So oh. they were they were nearly ten x on their retail price. Okay, I'm checking. I'm checking um, uh, Amazon Prime right now, and the let's see, looking right now, eighteen left in stock <laughs> on on a Logitech C920. Yeah, and it's a hundred and let me see. Hold on, um, it's couldn't see the price here. Hold on, it's not giving me the price. Why is not giving me the price? Oh, I'm sorry, one seventy eight twenty nine for a nine twenty. <laughs> well, this is an HD HD one. Well, yeah, but I mean that's yeah. that's what the nine twenty is. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Oh okay. my god, <laughs> <gasps> that's crazy. <laughs> Um, luckily, you know, the, the companies like, um, I don't know how to pronounce it. I think it's Macyone. I think it's M-A-S-I-O-N-E, Macyone or something like that. Mm. Um, they came out of nowhere. Mm. Um, thankfully they came out of nowhere and gave us this new product <laughs> that okay. they've been working on. They're like, here's a webcam and it's 59 bucks. Great. Okay. I, I scratched that. The these are from. This is not from Amazon. These are from third parties. Now is why I'm just okay. I apologize. Um, I imagined that was the yeah. case if the price was that high. Yeah, one eighty three eighty four. Another uh, third sell uh, third party seller. Oh my god! Um, See, and that's and when you consider that oh. the the regular retail is seventy nine, but the, mm-hmm. the that's the MSRP. <laughs> Right. The actual right. regular retail is 49. If you can't find it for 49 at any given time, whether it be Amazon or Newegg or or B&H or somewhere like that, you're not looking hard enough. You can always find them for 49 except now. Yeah, nothing's crazy. On. Yeah, nothing's on. <laughs> yeah, not eligible for Amazon Prime. Yeah, it's well. Yeah. Oh boy. Okay. So we're going to move right along into other news. Um, according to Bloomberg, um, it appears Sony is preparing to offer its first proper look at PS5 games on June 3rd, which is this coming week. Um, now, the day is not set in stone. There's been plans reportedly, quote unquote, been in flux, owning part to the uh, pandemic. So it's possible you might need to wait beyond next week um, if the about the new PS5 games. Now, the company. So the, the date is now set in stone. It is, oh, it is June 4th. June 4th. Okay. Yes. It will be June 4th. Okay. They have they've sent out uh the the press invites. They've got the links all set up. They are ready to go June 4th. <laughs> okay. So they're not mentioning it. They're mentioning some of the games, but also possibly the system. And I remember I saw a report, and if I'm wrong, let me know that they're trying to backward kick uh, backward compatibility with PS4 games. Absolutely. Okay. Um, in fact, backwards compatibility is a big part of the um, the next generation of consoles, both Sony and Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Um, and Microsoft from day one is going to be more so um, because it sounds like you're going to be able to play everything back to to OG Xbox 
on mm. the on the Series X. But mm. the PS5, not only is the PS5 um, going to play PS4 games uh, at launch, mm. um, one of the topics that I'm going to go into in detail on Sunday oh. is that um, they have an ultimatum with the, the software developers that any games starting this summer mm. that are launched for PS4 mm. uh, have to uh, be uh, launch day PS5. And mm. if you make the purchase, uh, you have to get the PS5 version of it. So mm. you, you're not pe- playing the PS4 version. You're going to be playing the the proper one. Got it. So you're not even going to have to deal with backwards compatibility mm. in a window. Uh, basically, everything from this summer on, uh, you'll be you'll get the PS5 game. So that's pretty oh, okay. cool too. Okay. And we'll we'll learn the full details on that on the fourth uh, on what the rules are. Um, some of the developers have talked <laughs> in okay. ways that they probably aren't supposed to. Um, but we don't have the the full rules on you know what date that'll launch and you know what the cutoff is and things. But uh, okay. it, it is expected to be massively backwards compatible. Okay. And with uh, with PlayStation now, you know, so long as which will obviously be on the PS5, you've mm-hmm. got, you know, streaming capability all the way back to the original PlayStation. So both both consoles are going to be massively focused on backwards compatibility. If you own okay. a game, you should be able to play it. That's the I think that's the idea. Okay, and you and um, I'll keep an eye on. Uh, we'll keep an eye on it um, this coming week. And if there's any news, I'll you know we'll we'll talk about it um, next week or this coming yeah next Friday. Yeah. And um, you're going to talk about it on F5 Live on Sunday evenings or Sunday evening. Yep. Um, cool. We'll talk. We'll talk about some of the details on the rules okay. of <laughs> of PS4 to PS5. Okay. Uh, that's that's going to be our gaming topic this week. Awesome. So we F5 Live, F5 Refreshing Technology um, this Sunday evening, 9 p.m. Eastern. Yep. Um, so please check it out. And we'll, um, like I said, we'll, uh, you know, we'll look into it and he'll talk about it on with Ibram, Ibram on uh, his on his show. And, and if there's any news coming during the week, we'll, um, we'll do a, like a little really good wrap up um, next Friday. All right. Um, in the, do you need help with your tech uh, block this week um, over on um, Engadget.com? And I'm going to pull up the screen so you can all take a look. And there we go. Okay. All right. Um, Google's rolling out a simplified Gmail settings menu. Um, and when I saw this, I was like, Woohoo. It's <laughs> awesome. Great. This is great. <laughs> it is it is so overdue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. I, I when I saw that when I saw the uh the setting, the uh, settings and if I'm if watching live the uh the live video right now. Um, but I have all the link up the link up in the show notes and it's so easy and clean. It couldn't just kind of come at a better time because a lot of people had. I have Gmail and also have I work on Geek News Central, so I have my own email account as well. On that, and it's so much e- it's so much easier to um, to label, make labels for things, and it's um, the settings on it. It's very easy to do, very easy. Awesome. Okay. Um, over on AndroidCentral.com, best ways to personalize your Android phone with themes, widget, and customizations. Um, they'll show you how to do it. Um, the first was wallpapers. Now, the first one right here, um, Tap It. Um, Tap It is like a really cool. I had that for my phone a few years ago, and you can change the the um, the wallpaper schemes and the colors. I love that. Um um, also, um, there's the uh, widgets and my phone. And if I show you my my phone real quick, I, my phone isn't that like. Um, get rid of the screen here. My phone um, doesn't have a lot of widgets on it. I'm very plain, <laughs> so I don't really have a whole lot of widgets on it. Um, but I have for weather here, my calendars here, and what have you. So I don't really don't have um, too many. But a lot of people have don't like their real estate cluttered. Um, but, uh, but the AndroidCentral.com has some great, um, uh, has some great, um, ways you can set it up, um, the sounds, notifications, et cetera. Um, also on AndroidCentral.com, um, oops, wrong one. 
There we go. There we go. Okay. Um, best noise canceling headphones in 2020. Um, they have the best overall, the Sony WH-1000MXM3, which I have what I'm wearing right now, um, to the um, best budget best budget neckbud, which is the Fiaton BT-100. And I know, Scott, you're a big fan of Monster, and I felt like I was like so disappointed I didn't see the uh, the party um the uh, monster party but um and i know that you're a big fan of the uh monster headphones and yes and the elements in particular the ones that mm. i'm wearing right now okay they are i i literally because one of the things that on plug it's live that we do is product reviews mm-hmm. uh, i've literally got a box of headphones mm-hmm. from everybody and i could literally choose any headphone to wear uh, on air and these are the ones that i choose because mm-hmm. i find them comfortable i love the the sound quality and the 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 fit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's so funny one of the things that i see and include including on uh, uh on this list they they get like real excited about some how some of these headphones when you take them off they stop playing the music mm-hmm. had these for years and these have always done it yeah I, which is a it's a feature i love i'm mm-hmm. glad that da- dating back to my oh if you're watching live my my poor original set which are which are here and are not um in one piece any longer uh, <laughs> dave and his big head broke them at ces uh, <laughs> omg uh, um but you know i it's a feature I've always loved, and yeah, cool, excellent. All right, very good. And All I, right, I've looked at this list, and I agree with a lot of these. Some of them, Likewise. some of them, I would, some of them, I would possibly uh, fight them on mm-hmm. the best, the best battery life on the the Jabra. I would probably fight them on a little bit, but I agree with I no, I agree with you one hundred percent on the Jabra. That's I agree with you on that one. I agree with you on that one. All right. Lastly, overall, again, over on AndroidTimes.com, um, uh, about Android Auto, everything you need to know. And I got to say, I have Android Auto on my on my app, on my phone, and with the Bluetooth, and I love it. And it'll show you how to set it up on the, um, the base. It gives you the steps on the basics. The Android Auto is on your, on your phone. Um, and there are a whole bunch of – there's UI for it, so it'll walk you through on that so i think that's really 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 cool and one of the things that you uh you've got on your on your list here is Mm -hmm. um some of the updates out of google this week Mm -hmm. um and one of the things that i really like uh that's in that list uh at least in the list that you sent me it's not in the list that you've got okay (laughs) that's funny um uh is the update to google maps Oh which, yeah, I... which uh, allows for um, sending what they're calling a plus code, mm-hmm. um, so that you can essentially track um, track somebody. So you know, in one of those safety situations, right? Somebody's going out on a date, and maybe you're everybody involved thinks it's a little sketchy. They mm-hmm. can send you their plus code, and you can. Uh, keep track of where they are on the map to make sure they're going to the places they said they're going, right. which I think is a great safety feature. I don't know if that was their intention or not, mm-hmm. <laughs> but as as somebody who has sent a text message to a friend and said, hey, if you don't hear from me in 20 minutes, this is where I am and I'm dead. Call the cops. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I, I think I think and that is a true story. I did not oh, well. think I was leaving that parking lot. Oh, um, wow. Uh, I did, obviously. But mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think this is a great uh, safety feature. It's very similar to the whole, um, you know, uh, you can share your Uber ride with somebody and mm-hmm. have the, the ride tracked. This is for mm-hmm. not Uber. It's the same concept, but just not on Uber. I think it's a great idea. Cool. Yeah, I was going to put that in, but I'll, I was I left. I took it out because I was looking at it and I'm like, I'll, I'll, put, I'll put it back in. I'll, I'll they, put it back in. This article doesn't talk about the map update as much as I would like, but mm. I think that is a very cool feature um, okay. that I cannot believe has taken this long. 
Yeah, really. I, I'm surprised that as surprised that as well. So I'll definitely put it back. I'll definitely um, uh, put it back in. So, or maybe right. we can find a a better link that covers that feature in particular. <laughs> good, good point. Good point. You're right about that. You're right about that. All right. Lastly, and finally, um, over um, now. I, when I saw this, see, like again, if you're new, if you're a new listener to the um, to the podcast, um, I try to find things, and I'll, hopefully, you know, Scott can join in too. On some things that will make you think, um, make you laugh, maybe, you know, important stuff that's going on, you know, but I always try to find something that can um, bring a smile to your face. And when I saw this and and back in the day when I was a kid, I loved playing pinball. I thought, I mean, I used to go to the, I used to be a pair boy and for years as a kid, I went down to the store and played pinball nonstop. When I saw this, um, and this is over on um, CNET, I thought this was the coolest thing in the in the entire world. It is the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle pinball machine. Yes, this is it so is from, cool. It is from Stern Pinball. Right. Which, if you know anything about modern pinball, Stern is the company. Mm-hmm. They are good friends of ours. Mm-hmm. Um, I have known them for many many years now. Um, and they make amazing pinball machines and they are always like this. It mm-hmm. doesn't matter if it's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or it's, um, uh, Stranger Things, which they announced at CES this year. Mm-hmm. Um, they're always this really cool, massively themed, uh, massively themed piece of hardware. Mm-hmm. And they are so easy to like, get you excited. Because they're just such cool pinball machines. And if you're watching the uh, live video right now, um, and I'll have, I'll have everything linked up <gasps> in the uh, show notes. What? I'm not, yeah, I'm not playing what? the audio. I don't. I don't, I'm not playing the audio because I don't want this getting taken down. But um, but this is really really cool. That magnetic spinny bit was awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. I wonder what ramps- we have to. I wonder what we have to do to convince them to send us a review unit of that. Well, it's uh, from, what, <laughs> <laughs> from what I saw. It's uh, when I'm going to go back to. I'll go back to it in, this, in less than a couple seconds. Um, the there's the pro, premium, and limited models starting at retail price six thousand dollars, six thousand ninety nine dollars, seventy six hundred dollars, or seven thousand six hundred ninety nine and nine thousand ninety nine dollars respectively. So. Yeah, that's I don't about think, right. Yeah. That's that's about what I expect. Mm-hmm. And the best part is when you're playing a pinball machine like this, and you're hitting the want to hit the ramp so bad, and you're holding on to the holding on to the uh, to the side of the, um, the the machine, so you're tilting in the right way or tilting it the <laughs> other way. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, this uh, video is about two fifty eight. So it's about under three minutes so i'm not playing the audio because i don't want to get it taken down but i want to show show you guys the um and yeah i hope i hope they have one of these at ces this year i'm telling you if they do i'm gonna be the first one playing it (laughs) because they they usually have whatever they're announcing and then a couple of the older uh from the year they usually bring some of the older ones with them too so i bet there'll be one of these at the booth this year oh can't wait you know what? I think <laughs> when we I think when we were at um when we were at um Showstoppers, yeah, they had one there. Yes, they had okay. the they had the Stranger Things one. That's it. Yep, that's it. <laughs> Cuz I gave it a hug. Did you really? I did. <laughs> Cuz I was very <laughs> excited about it. Um I had gotten a press release uh, an embargoed press release a couple of days earlier and okay. I'm like, "Oh, I'm not going to get to see it." Because mm-hmm. it's going to be over in Central Hall. I'm never going to get to see this thing because I'm never going to make it over <laughs> to the convention center. And then they were at right. Showstoppers. Right. Ah, made me happy. They were supposed to come on the show, but their schedules got messed up. Oh. Uh, come on the live show. Uh, Obviously, they weren't going to bring a machine with them because that's crazy. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. I And I got to take when I was, again, when I was a kid, um, I, again, I had a paper, paper route. And when I got done in the morning, I would go because there, there was a Seven Eleven down the street from me, and of course I had to pay the quarters back. But that's a whole different story. <laughs> you learn as your kid. Um, so I was dumping like ridiculous amount of quarters, and you know, like again, I'm holding on to the 
tilting and that one note that one machine that pinball machine like when you're flipping those things and you're looking at the stories mm-hmm. oh and you get a level and you beat it and it's like and the whole thing doesn't the whole thing shakes and you know and it, the lights go off oh i some, when i saw some of the original haptic feedback right there my friend <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. You're absolutely right about that. But I, I, I loved it. So, I mean, this is something that when, you know, um, looking at things, remember, remembers like reminiscing of your childhood. So when I saw that and I remember watching, you know, teen, teenage mutant Ninja Turtles when I was a kid. So, but I'm a, I'm a kid at heart. What can I say? <laughs> Just watched a stand up special last night where the, uh, the comedian went off on the teenage mutant Ninja Turtles, not because she doesn't like them, but because, donatello wasn't a renaissance painter right he was dead before the other before right. the right before the started and then and then uh she got mad because they're obviously not turtles or tortoises mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> pretty, pretty great stand up i enjoyed it but yeah this looks really cool i love the little sign that says use button to eat pizza Right. I cannot wait to find out what in the world that means. It's got to have something to do with that magnetic spinny bit up at the top. I think so. <gasps> I can't wait to see this thing in action. I yeah. want one so bad. But it's a it's a weird, like, do I want this or do I want... Like, if I'm going to get one, is it this mm-hmm. or Stranger Things? Oh, I think it would. Ha- it might have to be Stranger Things. Well, for me, it, for me, for the, tur- the turtles, but that—that's me. But you know, but I like to see. But you know what? If they, I, I, if that that company wants to come on to the show, I'll be. <laughs> that'll be that'll be awesome. That'll Stern, be awesome. Stern's been on the show many times with us. Really? Before. Yeah. Okay. Their, their schedule just got messed up. They, okay. I think, they had a buyer come in, and so they just couldn't get away because they were over in Central Hall and we're not, and so it's right. difficult for them to come see us. Right, because they're a pretty small team. Well, I'll make sure. I'll definitely, um, you know, we should reach out to them, you know, and have them have them come on, and you know, and you know, I don't think they're going to give a review review unit, but you know, <laughs> yeah, probably not. <laughs> but we can we can hope. <laughs> we can hope. Yeah, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. We, fingers crossed. We can pretend. We can pretend, right? But but also reminisce about and reminisce about your childhood as well. So true. And not the not a trauma. <laughs> this is the most <laughs> colorful pinball machine I've ever seen. This is so crazy. I when I it. when wow. I saw that in, in the news and the in the aggregator, I was looking at it. I'm like, I got to put that in. I mean, there's all all this XY, all this stuff that's going on in the world. You know, to see this, you know, puts a smile mm-hmm. on your face, and you know, and think about your childhood and um and uh, like again if you did if you caught it earlier if you're watching live or you can catch the replay i didn't play the audio because i don't want to get this video this um video taken down but um but if there, for those that are listening um i have a link i'm in the show notes you can check it out it's about less than um less than three minutes long all right cool all right that is tech news for this week for a very light tech news for friday may 22nd 2020 thank you so much for tuning in for this week's episode show notes from this episode um, can be found at gncweekly.com also be sure to check out the latest tech news and commentary from geeknewscentral.com be sure to tune in mondays and thursday evenings at geeknewscentral.com forward slash live for the Geek News Central podcast. And then be sure to watch and tune in to the live stream with all everything on and working <laughs> on the um, GNC Week in Review Facebook live page or on YouTube Friday evenings at 8 p.m. Eastern time. So be sure to like and subscribe to the YouTube, YouTube channel despite the technical issues. Everything was like all technical issues happened last week. I didn't unmute the, the uh, browser. <laughs> <laughs> so it happens so hopefully um so next so now i'm going to make sure that i'm going to check test everything <laughs> all right so if you have any comments on this week's episode um good bad or indifferent um i'm not i'm not uh we're not going to uh hold you back even the trolls <laughs> i'd love to hear from them um we'll head on over to um gncweekly.com forward slash connect um, you can check by uh, connect by email, Twitter, or Facebook. 
Um, I'm at on Twitter at um, Kirk Corliss. Scott is on Twitter at Plugist Live. And um, you wanted to give a plug. I want to give you a plug um, for a Jew project. So, um, and it's a great um, thing you guys are working on. Can you fill us in on, about that? Well, thank you. I I appreciate that. Yeah. So uh, the Drew Project. Oh, I'm gonna. Sometimes I have to prepare myself for this. So the Drew, <laughs> the Drew Project is an organization that we created to honor a friend of ours who died at Pulse in 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that uh, he was known for was creating a GSA, a Gay Straight Alliance, in his high school. Um, and he actually won the Anne Frank Humanitarian Award because of it. And so the organization has carried that on, and we um, we help schools uh, create GSAs. We've created the first um, uh, full GSA curriculum to help uh, students and teachers uh, deal with issues that they may not be prepared for. Uh, and normally, uh, the weekend following the anniversary of Pulse, we would have our annual uh, fundraiser. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's not possible because that would be in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and no way we can do that this year. So we're doing a number of uh, virtual programs. Uh, we will be doing one. Oh, <laughs> oh, next weekend. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so <laughs> we will be doing a number of them. Uh, we've got um, one that is uh, a drag performance we have one that is um we've got our dj who usually djs at our at our anniversary event she's going to be doing it uh virtually uh which is going to be a lot of fun and uh we've also worked with some artists uh to produce some products that are um that are related to uh so there's some shoes that i am absolutely buying tonight by the way uh <laughs> Um, we've got, uh, one artist who's doing face masks, um, and all of them help support the organization, uh, so we can help create these, this content. And, uh, as, uh, also, uh, we do a number of scholarships every year, um, to help some students go to college. And so you can learn about the organization at the drew project.org. Yep. And, um, if you look us up on Facebook, you'll see all of our events that we're all, we're very excited about that will be happening. A lot of them next weekend. Um, and I will be on the <laughs> the executive producing team of that because you know I don't like to sleep. Right, you're you're a hard work you're a hard working person, and I have the of the uh, website on on the lower third there you can see, um, and um, so it's a great. I mentioned you mentioned it you know a few times. I wanted to put put it out there for you, and um, so it's an awesome it thing for those of you who are watching. It is such a part of my life that if you've ever noticed a bracelet that I wear. It says the Drew Project. So, mm-hmm. yeah, well, it's, it's good work. It's good work. All right, very good. All right, very good. So, until the next episode of GNC Week in Review, so long. Ciao. There we go.